This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Welcome to episode 24 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. I'm John, along with my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. She runs a cupcake uh, business here at the house and also is a customer service professional as well. And I have a media production company called Ondo Media. And we also have a new business we are launching called Premier Podcast, which we'll be talking a little bit more in the future days. But we normally don't date our episodes, but today we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. And I want to go on a rant about the Mustang Mach-E. That you're not thankful for. That I'm not thankful for. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about gravy. And everyone should be thankful about that. Everybody should be thankful about gravy. Absolutely. So you're going to give us a little recipe here. So if you're catching this uh, podcast before Thanksgiving, but really it doesn't matter. No, this is a foolproof gravy recipe Perfect. in general. So the thing we're going to talk about at the in our last segment, we want to talk about the power of the testimonials. I mentioned this in an episode a few weeks ago, and then we actually have done some new things, and I want to talk a little bit more about that because there were some questions, and we have a new download that people can get for free because free is great. So free is good. It's so good. We're a little we're a little tired. Uh, Angel has just finished. How many cupcakes did you just do? Well, I made two different batches. I think both of them net well. The pumpkin netted about 58 miniatures. And then the chocolate I did, ooh, let's do the math, 30 minis. And then the rest made another 24 large or regular size cupcakes. you've been about four hours now working on all this. Yes. Part of this is going to a fundraiser tomorrow. Correct. We're doing a fundraiser for our adoptive family program. So people will be buying said cupcakes and the money will be going to an adopt-a-family situation. Exactly. Which is very cool. And and you did have another client order. So you got that all done in one uh, setting. It just all worked out when I knew that I had to turn those in uh, tomorrow. And then tomorrow's the bake sale. I was like, bada bing, bada boom. I'm in the kitchen. There you go. It works. Yes. And what we like to do here, and we want to thank all of you who who are because as it's almost Thanksgiving, it is almost. We want to thank everybody who's been tuning in. We've had a lot of new listeners, and uh, the marketing media uh, cupcake family continues to grow every week. If you are new to our podcast, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, we w- would you know love it if you could subscribe. Please interact with us. We're on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, we l- we like to have a lot of fun just discussing. And we've got some great guests uh, coming back. Actually, we're at uh, both uh, Brittany Dixon coming back here next week. Very uh, cool. Who t- talked is going to talk a little bit more about planning and, and making life easier by planning. And then uh, we're going to have uh, Jason Westbrook back in, and he's actually going to help us with uh, understanding websites and, and walking you through understanding how to brand things. Thanksgiving is coming up, and uh, if you're catching this podcast and you're like, I don't care, then just skip ahead a chapter or so. But one of the things we're thankful for here is we have a big family. Uh, it's a blended family. I have my three kids, and Angel has her two, and it's a big deal. We have yes. a lot of fun with it, and uh, we do love food. Oh, yes. There is no vegan stuff at our food. If you're a vegan, that's fine. Totally but, fine. But you know what? You? I just You just can't. Uh, you just got to do you. That's fine. You do you. It's you do good. you, and I'm going to do a big turkey. So. And I'm going to make gravy. So let's, The only way you should make gravy. And I have to admit, as I've gotten older, I've gotten to appreciate gravy as the, you know, it is the concrete that holds life together. <laughs> it's yeah. the concrete that 
pulls everything together that's on your Thanksgiving plate. So you have a, a gravy you're going to discuss with us well, now. It's not so much a gravy, but it's a technique. So here's the thing, friends. You've made your beautiful bird. You've got all that lovely juice that's been cooking out of it. You've got all these beautiful things. Yum. And then you dump it in your pan and you maybe you try to get the grease off. Maybe you enjoy the grease. I don't know. But then you go and, and you just try to dump flour in it or dump a mixture of flour and maybe milk or water. But you get that lovely and it's very liquidy. It's very thin. It's not really gotcha. a gravy. So what you should really, really do, and I saw this um, on... So flour is not the solution, you're saying? Well, not flour in that manner. Okay. So you don't throw plain flour into a hot liquid and expect it to create thickness. It doesn't gotcha. work that way. You get glumpy. It's just gross. Yeah. So <laughs> the appropriate way to do it um, is you make a roux. Now, a lot of you Ooh. know what a roux is, and it's literally just flour and butter. Hmm. So you're going to use... The basic technique is usually three tablespoons of butter to three tablespoons of flour. You melt the butter in the pan, you add the flour, and you give it a stir. And you kind of cook it for about 60 seconds, 90 seconds to really make that flour, that raw flour taste okay. go away. So let me let me just have you run that through again. Because yep. as, I, as, I, as I listen to our podcast in the car, I'm always like, you'll say things and I'm like, wait a minute, what was that? So here again, let's, let's run through that. So it's three tablespoons. And again, you can multiply this out depending on how much liquid, right. but it's... The typical is to start with three tablespoons of butter, not margarine, not that plant-based crap. We're talking about butter, butter. from the cow. Yes. Butter, three tablespoons of butter, three tablespoons of flour. So okay. equal parts of butter and flour. And then you put you, that into and the... And you put it in a... You can either put it in a saucepan. I prefer, because I like surface area, okay. I'll put it in a very large, um, kind of like three-inch high... Um, skillet. Okay. So okay. what I make my sausage gravy and biscuits mm. with, which is again, something you killing me we won't here. talk about that. We'll do that another okay. time. Anyway, you do that and then you start adding your hot liquid from your Juicy slowly bird. to it. Yep. So basically you start adding your liquid and normally when you're doing a three tablespoon to three tablespoon of flour, it's about Two and a half to three cups ya. of liquid. So the, the so the key here is it's a reversal of the standard where I've got the juice in the pan and I add the stuff to it. You're starting with the three uh, uh, ounces, correct? Tablespoons. 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 See, this Didn't even a... say ounces ever. Okay. Three <laughs> tablespoons. Three tablespoons of butter, three tablespoons of flour. flour and then you add the juices yeah, to that. Yeah, but you have to cook that first. So what yeah. you're making is a thickener. And you're uh, making the thickener, and then you add the liquid slowly so that it can become part of, and I'm sure I could do this, I can't do the scientific thing that I learned this from, but it, you slowly add it, and okay. as you continue to add it, whisking it gets it thicker, in. whisking it in, okay. and then you just keep adding. Now, by the time you've added all your liquid, it can cook, so it may be too thick. You can add a little bit more liquid okay. if it's not thick enough. Um, then you've gone too far. So gotcha. it's really you have to pay attention to, and I'm sure you can find this, what the rate, the appropriate ratios are, but that's well, just me. When I make anything, any sauce that I want to be thick, I always start with a root. And here's the thing, friends. If you only have a small amount of stuff, and this is what I do, it's a cheat. Um, if you have only like, if your turkey didn't give that much gravy out, if you will, or if you want to make a jar gravy be homemade, then you do exactly what I said, except instead of adding chickens, you know, instead of adding your turkey stock, you buy turkey stock. 
and then you add maybe a jar of pre-made gravy to it. Now, can you put this together and then put it in a jar and keep it for later? You can put it in the refrigerator, right. and it probably would only last maybe okay. five days. I mean, gotcha. I'm sure people would eat it beyond that, but I wouldn't yes. recommend it. Okay. So Today was fun because we're a few days out from Thanksgiving, and uh, my mom, who's 93, and she's in an assisted living home, um, and uh, so I went down to see her and, and have Thanksgiving dinner. They have a little Thanksgiving dinner there, and it was fun because my mom's 93, and you know, I'm sitting with people I don't really know from the uh, from the the, the the assisted living home, and there's a nice gentleman there, and they were talking. And we got a first of all, he says he's a big baseball fan. We start talking about the Reds and our our very sad situation with that. And then later on, he, I find out that he was yeah, uh, he was a uh, B twenty four pilot in World War II, based out of London, just he said fifteen miles north of London. This was great because you know you know me, Angel will tell oh, you when I start talking to somebody who's got any kind of cool history. So this guy was great. Uh, had a little chat with him. I don't even know how old he is. He's in his upper nineties. Uh, I'm I'm gonna guess, but he volunteered twenty two years old in the World War II and was flew many missions over uh, Germany. And uh, and I read his bio, uh, but the, the thing about it was I was just asking about the planes, and he was telling me stories about the base there in London and how it blew up, and some people were moving the bombs and hit the brakes too quick, and the bombs went off in the truck and blew up basically most of the uh, airfield. For me, I love stories, and whether, you know, I primarily do those with video, but one of the reasons we are launching this new uh, sub-company, well, it sounds like it's a sandwich, uh, but this new, uh, this new company called Premier Podcast is because we want to be able... Uh, not for us, but for you, the person who is out there and you want to tell a story about your business. You want to tell a story about why you're running for maybe a, a public office or something along that line. Or why you love gravy. Or why you love gravy. And we want to be able, but a lot of people don't have the the technical expertise to putting, uh, to putting a podcast together and programming it properly. So we're going to be helping uh, businesses and organizations do that. And, and I say all that to go back to the, the wonderful time I had with this gentleman who's a veteran. Uh, everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. I, I really encourage everyone here, if you're doing a business, if you're uh, doing a podcast, if you're doing some form of media or just doing things on your, on your cell phone, Everybody has a story, and I, I, you know, I wish I could have had a microphone and talked to this guy on on the podcast. I, that's always been kind of a dream of mine, where uh, so many of them don't share their stories. And regardless if it's a veteran or anyone, you know, I was looking around this assisted living place, and like everybody here has a story, whether they raised a family or worked through the depression or whatever it was. And so I just encourage people, and I encourage you be be thankful for your family. But on top of that. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs listening, how can we tell these stories? And it may not be the story of a World War II veteran. Maybe it's somebody on your staff um, who has an amazing story. Maybe it's a single mom or a single dad who's uh, doing amazing things with their kids. Those are great stories, and it may not tie into your specific brand uh, other than it just shows this is the kind of people you have working for you, and I think it makes a difference. In a few minutes, we're going to talk about testimonials and how you can do testimonials just from your own cell phone if you yeah. need to, and something we did recently uh, with Angel's Business with that. This week, Ford announced and revealed the new Mustang Mach-E, which it, it, it sounds like Mach-E, but it's Mach-E because they used to have the old Mach, the Mach 1 and stuff back in the day. So this ah. is... So this is the Mustang Mach-E, the E, of course, being it's electric, 
and it's, oh, in my opinion, right. the ugliest car I've ever seen Ford come out with. Oh, it's not that ugly. First of all, the, here's, so I'm just... In comparison to what it should look like, well, being it, named Mustang. Mustang. When you say Mustang, yes. you think of a specific car in a specific brand. In a specific style. So, so again, I, I don't want to just, I'm not just going off because they came out with this car. It's more about the brand question I have is they could have called this the Escort E or the uh, whatever the... God, uh, I hope they didn't uh, call it the Escort the, E. That the, would be horrible. The Taurus E or something. <laughs> Ooh, another horrible name well, of But Ford. here's the thing. It's a crossover. It's not a sports car. Not even close. And it doesn't... It's, it's kind of chubby like an SUV. It's not sleek and slim like a Mustang should be. The interior... The Mustang, much like the Corvette or the Camaro, has a very unique interior. When you see that interior, if you're a car person, you go, oh, that's a Mustang, or that's a Camaro, or that's... It, this doesn't look anything like it. No. And, and it's, it's really disturbing that I would love to know why Ford decided we've got to put Mustang on this, because it's... I'm, I don't know if it's fast, but I'm sure it's not as fast as a normal Mustang. I would have to say no. They're obviously going to war with Tesla on this. And they and from what I'm reading, to be fair to Ford, it, I'm told it's a good car. It's a very good, um, the power, the way it's laid out and all this. But it's not a Mustang. And so to me, this is a lesson in branding that I... I, I I'm going to just tell you my opinion. If you disagree with me, then please get on uh, our uh, Instagram account or our Facebook account or, you know, jot us a note back here. Or Ford, send us a free one and be happy to drive it and I let everybody know. don't even want to touch it. But <laughs> the thing about it is like uh, the, the, the Panamera, that is a Porsche. That's a Ford order that came out very, several years ago. I actually wrote a blog on that, too, because, again... Porsche, I think, was having trouble, and I get it. You know, we you're a sports car company, and everybody's driving SUVs, and everybody's driving crossovers. So they came out with this four door Porsche, and it's and again, it just it hurts me to see people lose the brand because it used to be when you said Porsche, it's like Ferrari, it's like Alfa Romeo. This is a sports brand, and now suddenly it's a four door, and it's supposed to be a performance car. I get it, but you know, you don't think of four door. You don't think putting your baby in the backseat of your Porsche. And uh, in the same way, with Ford coming out with this Mach-E, I don't understand the brand concept here. You don't slap a Mustang logo on a car and just say, well, that means it's a really great, fast sports car. Because it's, it's not. It's not a sports car. It would be like if they, com- they came out with a, an ugly, uh, chubby-looking Camaro and gave it the Camaro for the G. It would be the same. I would be just as upset about it. These are just important things. And, I, and again, it, you might say sometimes that you've maybe made a mistake in life. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't think this Ford thing was a good idea. I don't know what they were thinking. But. I, I don't know. Maybe they ran out of the names of horses. Really? And it, well, it's like, and it's like nobody has really cool names for cars anymore. Not really. GTO and Impala. I mean, if GM drops the Impala, I've already said I'm going to cry because that's a heritage brand that my dad bought. I love Impala. And it's, you know, we don't have those names. It's, you know, it's all the goofy numbers, know, numbers, numbers it's and a, letters. And, and we used to have an infinity and it drove me crazy because I'd sit back and say, that's the QX60, but it's a QX35 or a Q. And so, oh yeah, they changed the numbers on that. Don't do that. Oh, let's not get him started. Anyway, so that's the that's the thing. So branding is important, and you tie it into uh, what your uh, what the passion and the mission statement of what you're doing, and if it's cupcakes or if it's you're a law firm or you have a hardware store, or whatever it is, um, the brand is important. It's what people think about it. It's what brings them comfort, and uh, and just don't put Mustang 
on a slow, big e-car. Rant over. I just believe over and over again, testimonials are the best way to sell a product. I would agree. I'm going to give you the the three styles of testimonials that I, I've come up with. There are probably others, but for video especially, you could use it for audio, you could talk about it in other things, but primarily for video, um, there are three styles. One is called the personal experience. And, and this is typically where you get a candid interview from somebody who says, you know, I, I bought the Ford Mach-E and I loved it <laughs> or whatever they say. Um, they, uh, they tried it, they loved it, and it's kind of just a, one, a, a simple story of it. Um, examples you see this is uh, GM. Let's go back to GM. It's actually Chevy. They've got that guy, that spokes guy, and it's always hey, and it's always the JD Power Award or this and that. And that's not really a testimony, but they always ask the people, "What do you think about this?" or "What do you think is important in the car?" Mm-hmm. So that's the personal experience. That's what they're using with that one. Yep. I also referenced uh, OnStar. That's a great one that's in the past, but they used to use the actual audio from accidents that people would call OnStar, and and it heart wrenching. But you immediately said, "Oh my gosh, absolutely! I'm going to get OnStar because mm-hmm. that will save my life someday." Yep. So the personal experience, that's the first way to do it. The second one is the reveal. And the reveal is very simple. And this is actually the one we did just a couple of weeks ago with Angel's Custom Cupcakes. Except it wasn't a cupcake. It was a 35-pound monster cake. The largest cake you've ever made. Ever. And it was probably, for the amount of work and effort, that moment of the reveal that John's speaking of made every single bit of it. 100% 100% worth it. 100% worth it. So, so let me walk you through what happened with Angel. This, this was an order from a lovely lady. She wanted to have it for her eighty for her eight, mom's 80th birthday. Correct. She had a concept. It was books, and it was very complicated. You'd think it wasn't complicated, but it was very complicated to make because of the massive size. And we had we I helped her with the custom printing that we yes. did with these books. So it, it was, I don't know, you worked on, you researched it for days. I reached it. I researched. I mean, we had a, about a month and a half and I researched probably about 10 hours worth just to make sure I could figure out how to put this together because I wanted it to, to meet the expectations yes. that she had. And so got it, got it together. Finally, you know, got it ready and was happy to deliver it, really wanted to deliver it to make sure it got where it was. And it, it, this was a Sunday, so yep. I, I wasn't sure, you know, sometimes Angel does this and, and takes off and delivers a delivers one of her cakes to somebody. But she looked at me, and I helped her a lot with this one, and she's like, are you coming with me? I'm like, well, heck yeah, I am, and we're going to record a video of it. And so I'm going to explain how we did this, and it's so simple, but if, if again, if you, if you do anything from maybe you do portraits for seniors, or for wedding photography or uh, cupcakes or uh, a wedding dress alteration or whatever custom thing you can be doing. Um, think about how can I, in many cases, you somebody comes over to your shop or comes over to your home and you have it in a box and you show it to them. That's the, mo- that's the reveal moment. And this is what I did. We, we got to this restaurant. Uh, we set up the cake. The lady who had ordered the cake, and I asked, just asked her, I said, I'm going to record this. Is this okay? And I'm going to put it on the website. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. She was so excited. It wasn't, you know, there was no chance it was going to be bad. And that also shows, I think, the client to say, we're really proud of this. So uh, so I, you know, rolled my, and it was just my iPhone, I, and, and I just rolled it. Uh, got the best. I was actually trying to show the cake more than I was trying to show her reaction, but she kind of jumped and started crying and gave Angel a big hug. And you'll see this on the video. 
the reveal is a great way, and it was such a, a great moment. Actually, people have told us they saw it and they cried because she was so excited to see this cake. And, you know, that's the thing I tell Angel all the time about her cupcake business is that it's not, her cakes taste amazing and they look amazing, but the real thing is the the emotion and the experience of that moment when you see, you know, your two-year-old's cake with the Cookie Monster on it or whatever it is you're making. Yep. That reveal is what they pay for because there's times we've talked about, it's like, are we charging enough this and that? And I said, they're not paying for the, the flour and the sugar and the fondant or whatever. They're paying for that aha moment where mm-hmm. the reveal happens. Exactly. One of the things we're going to try to be more intentional with, especially with Angel's Custom Cupcakes, is we want that reveal moment. Um, and so I encourage you, that's in, in I edited it, because that's what I do for a living. And, and, and I appreciate it. And a little video. And if you've got a little bit, you know, if you've got somebody who can do a little video with it, that's great. But if you just put the raw video up, it'll work fine. Just, you know, Definitely. do your tag. Um, of course, I do insist that you do get professional video when you can. But <laughs> but here's the thing: the more just think about the fact that if somebody runs through your website or runs through your social media accounts and they see all these, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, moments that you put on that that just that sells yeah. you you right there for sure. So the reveal is number two, and the third one is the before and after. And one I off, often quote to is if you are a weight loss coach or if you are remodeling, and that's something we did with our our friend who redid. Angel's um, uh, Angel's Kitchen here at the house. We I had a GoPro mounted and we captured the entire three weeks of the. It was a massive remodel of our kitchen, and uh, we made it into a sixty second little time lapse. And uh, we were we had other plans to do more massive videos for them as kind of a thank you. And they really love the time lapse. They show it all the time, and you know how many times somebody's come over to our house and they say, well, that's amazing kitchen. Well, let me show you the video and they see what the kitchen was before. It was actually two rooms and it was remodeled. So the before and after, whether it's a weight loss thing or um, a car being uh, fixed, you know. Or, Maybe or, you redo furniture. That's always one of my favorite things yeah. to see is some piece of junk yeah. that somebody was able to just basically give it a little bit of love maybe some new handles and it's just suddenly this magnificent piece. So whatever it is, but I no, I totally agree. Those are awesome. The testimonials are the best way to sell your product. One, you don't have to pay somebody in many cases to be an actor or anything to tell, tell the story. Um, People are going to see these are real people uh, in the reveal or whatever it is. And that makes it more real. And it's versus hi, I, I make the best, tacos in central Ohio. Well, <laughs> of course you would say that. It's your company. Sure. But when I so. when I see 300 people who keep going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's yeah, that really sells it. So, so can you run through those again? The so, top three? Sure. The top, well, it's just the three. It's oh, the, the top, the, the, sorry, number the one, Number one, the personal experience. It's just a straight testimonial. Somebody just saying, you know, I love it and got this and it's great. Awesome. The reveal that we mentioned, that moment when somebody gets to see their product and there's many ways you can do it. Um, and then the before and after. Show me before picture of whatever it is service you did and then the after so depending on your business this should cover anything and we have that at ondomedia.com you can just download that and read it and pass it around to to your friends or whatever to to figure out ways you can do that Um, because there's just like i said before everybody's got a story and uh your media is all about telling stories and i i I can't say this enough and I've, i've had several uh memes out there 
that keeps saying it's not a sales video, it's a story. Yes. And that's really what video, your video needs to be about. It's honestly what your podcast is about. We're talking today about our Thanksgiving and giving you some tips and along lines. And we, we, our podcast is a little bit eclectic because we're just sharing different things about this going on in our life. But it is a story about us, mm-hmm. which is the name of a TV show. Aww. So, so That's sweet. So if you're listening to us this week as Thanksgiving's coming from our house to yours, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving and try some great gravy out. And if you're listening to us in the middle of July or June, it doesn't matter. Eat lots of food. And eat gravy. And eat gravy. And life is good. And no matter what you do, we love to have you. Uh, if you want to subscribe again, find us uh, you know, on iTunes or whatever. Share it with your friends. Find us on Instagram at Marketing Media Cupcakes uh, as well as on Facebook. And if you want more information on our services, it's angelscustomcupcakes.com and ondomedia.com and soon-to-be premierpodcast.com. We got lots of irons in the fire. Yes, we do. But we are hoping that whatever you're doing today and this week is successful so you can continue to live the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.